Hey, I'm Pastor Bob, lead pastor here at Christ Church. Uh, glad you're here. And uh, we, <laughs> excuse me, we are launching in to uh, a new series today, obviously called uh, Baggage. It's going to be, uh, be uh, well, it's going to be a challenging uh, series for us. Um, um, uh, keep in mind that as we, uh, we launch into the series, that uh, while it can be challenging, uh, it can also produce great fruit. And so I, I uh, just really feel convinced, while I'm a little nervous about the series, I feel real convinced that, um, you know, this series has the potential, and I think it will accomplish, uh, that it, some folks are going to be impacted, some lives are going to be changed, uh, some baggage uh, that folks have been carrying for way too long uh, is going to be lost. Um, but for a little clarity as we start this series, uh, it's going to be, you know, obviously about baggage, some pretty heavy stuff. Um, but uh, my goal up here, as I share with you each week, uh, is to be your, par- your pastor, right? Uh, that's what I'm going to do, is I'm, I'm going to share with you uh, what God's Word has to say, bring God's Word to bear on, on the baggage that's in our life. Uh, that's what we do every week, right, is bring God's Word to bear on the reality of just uh, what life is, right? And so that's what I'm going to do, is be your pastor, bring God's Word to bear on that. Uh, what that really means is I'm not going to be your therapist, okay? That's not what this series is about. It's not about providing you therapy in some way. It's about uh, God's people coming to grips with their baggage uh, according to, to the word and the truth uh, of what God has to say, right? So you okay with that if I just be your pastor in this series? That's what we're going to do, okay? Well, as we go, uh, as we go into it, uh, just know that uh, you know, we're kind of calling it baggage. We all have it, uh, just deal with it. It's kind of the, the subtitle. Just, we all have it, just deal with it. And uh, we are. We're going to really urgently try to uh, deal with the baggage uh, that, we, uh, that we all have. And it's important for us to do that because uh, uh, baggage is one of those things that gets in the way and it keeps us from experiencing the future that God would have for us, right? Uh, we all have baggage. Uh, the real challenge for us is to do what we're going to do in the series, and that's just really get serious about it and, and go ahead and deal with it in God's way so that as we deal with that baggage, we can experience and move to the future that, that God has for us. Right? Uh, let me give you the example of what, of what I mean here. Uh, this comes out of the Old Testament, out of uh, 1 Samuel, and it's the experience uh, when Saul... Uh, was chosen to be king of Israel. It was the first king that Israel had with Saul, right? So this is like a pinnacle moment uh, in Israel's history. This is a huge, huge moment. And uh, so the prophet Samuel is there, and he brings all the tribes there, and all the tribes pass in front, and then they choose the Benjamin tribe, and the Benjamin tribe, all the clans pass in front. They finally whittle it down, and they get it down to Saul's family, and then Saul's family is in front of him, and finally, the prophet says, no, the one here is from your family, and his name is, is Saul. And then you kind of pick it up uh, here, and it says, they brought all of them, and uh, finally Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them. But when they looked for him, he had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, where is he? And the Lord replied, he is hiding among the baggage, right? <laughs> Talk about an incredible moment. Here's this, this pinnacle moment, right, of, of what was happening not only in Israel's history, but in Saul's own life. And what happens? Saul is prevented from stepping into that history 
because he's hiding where? He's hiding among the baggage. The baggage can keep us from experiencing that future uh, that God has for us. And the trouble with baggage is that the baggage comes into our life, and, and somehow as it comes in, uh, we get kind of used to carrying it. That, that we find ways of coping with it, and we find ways of dealing with it. And so as the baggage comes into our life, um, we, we somehow just kind of get comfortable even with it. And, and some of us uh, either deny the baggage like it doesn't exist, uh, or ignore the baggage like it doesn't exist, or we even make excuses for the baggage, right? And we get to a point where, well, the baggage is just what it is. That's just the way it is, and, and so it goes, right? Well, the invitation to call in these, these weeks, and God's invitation to each one of you, is uh, to just say that, uh, enough of that, right? Don't be like Saul, just settling for and hiding in the baggage. To go ahead to begin to deal with that baggage so you can begin to experience the future that God has for you. You don't need to deny it. You don't need to make excuses for it. We all have it, so let's just deal with it. If you look at First John, and uh, Pastor Andrew just took you into one of the letters of John the last couple of weeks, right? And remember, it was all about truth, right? Uh, well, John, makes, uh, John the elder makes a statement saying, look, if we claim that we have no sin, and we could kind of just put the word baggage in there, right? If we claim that we have no baggage... Well, we're only fooling who? We're only fooling ourselves, right? This is us. It's keeping us from the future God has for us. We're only fooling ourselves, and we're not living into the truth of what God would have us do and experience. So let's, let's just all acknowledge that, yeah, we, we all have baggage, uh, and it is time for us to begin to deal with it. But we begin to deal with it, uh, if you're already in Christ, you get the, the permission to begin to deal with that in light of not just who you are or what the baggage is, but in light of who God is. And, and that's the great news for us, that as we come together now every week over these weeks to deal with our baggage, uh, we can do that knowing who stands with us, who goes in front of us. Right? We don't do this alone. And so you can go to Isaiah the prophet, and he's like, have you never heard? Have you never understood? Great couple questions, right? So as we begin talking about the baggage in our life, right? Remember what you've heard, right? Remember, make sure you understand, right, some of this truth. What? Well, the Lord is an everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. So that's who's going to be with us in this. The one who put the Milky Way in place. He's going to be part of these weeks for us. And what do we know about him? Well, he never grows weak and he never grows weary. So we can enter into this and start talking about the baggage in our life, not because of who we are, but because of who goes with us and who goes before us. Who goes with us, who goes before us is the one who created the universe, and he never grows weak, and he never grows weary, and there's nothing he's not capable of dealing with in your baggage. There is no bag he cannot lift, okay? And so we can just enter into this and, and go ahead and echo the words of David, of the psalmist, right? We can grab onto those words and just acknowledge the truth about the baggage that exists in our life. The psalmist says, for I am poor and needy, and my heart is full of pain. Help me, O Lord, my God, save me because of what? Because of your unfailing love. We can go ahead and acknowledge our baggage 
because we know as we do this, we don't do it alone. And God's love for us is never going to fail. Let them see that it is your doing, that you yourself have done it, Lord, right? But I will, but I will give repeated thanks to the Lord, praise him to everyone, for he stands beside the needy, ready to save them from those who condemn them. He is ready, willing to save us from our baggage. So are you ready to deal with your baggage? This is where you just kind of say, amen, pastor, let's get to it. Woo-hoo, ha! Okay, I'll take that as, a, as an affirmation there, right? I'll assume that, that you're ready to go here. So let's go. Let's start dealing with our baggage. Let's just get it out, right? First step, first thing we need to do, first thing we need to do is we get serious about this is just go ahead and put a tag on the bag, right? That is, we need to be able to name our baggage. Not be afraid of it, but just go ahead and look at it and, and name it uh, for what it is, right? Maybe, maybe you've got spiritual baggage where, you know, you, you were taught by somebody or, or some church, you know, was oppressed you with, with a judgmental God that you could never measure up to God, that how could God ever love someone like you, right? Maybe you've, you've got relational baggage where you were hurt by somebody and they said cruel and hurtful kinds of things, right? Maybe you've got just emotional baggage where you've somehow listened to lies your whole life and you've convinced yourself that, that you just aren't worth anything, right? I, I don't know what it is, but you do. The important step is for you to go ahead and start naming that baggage. Just go ahead and look at it and start naming that baggage. To get to the place in your life uh, where you're like Job here. Right, And Job begins to look at his life, he begins to look at his baggage, and he says, I cannot keep from speaking. Right? I, I, just, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to carry this baggage anymore. I cannot keep from speaking. I must express my anguish. My bitter soul must complain. Do you get the urgency he's about? He's just kind of saying, that's it. I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm done. I am going to step into dealing with this baggage, right? And for, and for us to get to that place, to be able to say, I'm done. God wants me to be done with this. I'm going to deal with this. God is going to deal with this with me. And so I am ready to just call it out and name the baggage. So do that. Think about it. Call out and just name, put a tag, put a name on that baggage. Don't try to make excuses for it. Don't try to make rational kind of reasons for it. You don't need to get lost in all of that denial of it. You just step into it and you just say, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to deal with this. And you start naming your baggage. So the question is, what is it? What is it that you struggle with that you just need to name uh, before God? That you just need to put a tag on it? Once you name the baggage, then you can begin to transfer your bags, right? You can begin to transfer your bags and how you begin to focus on that baggage. You can start shifting the focus of how you focus on that baggage. So often when it comes to baggage, our feelings end up being our focus, right? We start dealing with the baggage, the hurt, whatever it is in our life. And, and we start getting lots of feelings around it. And, and our feelings end up taking over our baggage. What Scripture would have you do is say, no, wait a minute. No, the answer isn't what I feel about the baggage. The answer is what do I know? 
right? It's not what I feel, it's what I know. And you begin focusing on what you know, right? You may have, have a feelings and baggage that says, listen, I'm no good. I've been listening to those lies all my life. I could never accomplish anything. I could never live up to anything. I could never amount to anything. And you can have all the feelings around that. But what you got to ask is, what do you know? What is it that God tells you? What is it do you know about the truth in Jesus? What do you know? What? Here's what I know. I know that you are so incredibly precious, valuable, and important that Jesus Christ would pour out his life blood for you. You are that important and valuable. Here's what I know. I know that God will claim you and he has a future for you regardless of who you are and what your past has been. That's what I know. It's not just what I feel. That's what I know. And so you've got to transfer your bags and stop thinking about what you feel and start focusing on what you know. Start applying the truth of what you know, the lens of the truth about what you know to that bag. If you look at Paul in Ephesians, he says, listen, since you've heard about Jesus and have learned what? Have learned the truth that comes from him because you know these things, you can throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life and all of its corrupt baggage, lust and deceptions, and instead you can let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. It can change the way you focus and the way you think. You need to move away from your feelings and start moving to what you know. You see, feelings, feelings can lead us down a dangerous road. You ever had the experience where you're home alone and, uh, you know, you've been waiting for your spouse to come home, they're an hour late, right? Or you're home and you're waiting for your kids to come home, your teenagers to come home, and they're an hour and a half late, Kids are always later than spouses, right? And you're waiting for them, and, and they're an hour and a half late. And what, what starts to happen? What happens with your feelings? All of a sudden, you get wrapped up into the anxiety of it, and why aren't they calling, and what could be going on, and you start dreaming these scenarios and these things. And before you know it, you know, that hour and a half later, I mean, you got the phone in your hand, and you're ready to call 911 and see what hospital they've been delivered to, right? That's because you're following your feelings. But what do you know? Well, what you know is if there's really a problem, they'll probably call you. Or if there's really a problem, you won't have to call the police. They'll call you. Right? I mean, that's what you know. Right? And so we need to shift, transfer our baggage. We need to transfer the thoughts and begin to, to not feel as much as we know. Apply what we know into the experience as we name this baggage. Dear friends, brothers and sisters, right? People in Christ, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is, what's the word there? What is true, right? Not your feelings. Fix your thoughts on what you know, what is true, right? What's honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise and keep putting that into practice. You see, we name the baggage, and then we move from our feelings, and instead we focus on the truth. 
What does God say? What is the truth according to God's word in Jesus Christ about that baggage? And so I invite you to ask the question and listen, make the statement, God, here's what I know. Here's what I believe. When it comes to this baggage, here's what I know and here's what I believe. Then we can begin to say, well, it's time to lose your bags. It's time to lose your bags. Uh, one of those things we always fear when we go on a trip, right? You fear losing your luggage. Anybody ever lost their luggage on a trip? Yeah, never had that happen. A bad thing? Yeah, that's kind of a bad thing, right? We were afraid of losing our luggage. In this case, good thing. Very good thing, right? We get permission in the invitation to be able to lose our luggage, right? We can let go of our baggage, right? I mean, we say it, Jesus died for us. We say Jesus died for our sins. Yes, absolutely. That means he died for our baggage, right? He's able to carry our baggage. And so as we name it, as we begin to apply truth to it, now we can take that baggage and we can just lose it. We can turn that baggage over to him. This comes from the Apostle Peter. Now think about the Apostle Peter. What do you remember if you've read through you know, the New Testament and, and the book of Acts, read through the Gospels? What do you remember about Peter? Well, he was a bold, brash guy, right? Often kind of said the wrong thing, right? Just kind of stepped, put his mouth into it, right? And he's the guy that had the experience that when Jesus was arrested, he followed Jesus, right? And all it took was a servant girl to accuse him, and what did he do? He denied Jesus publicly three times, remember? How much baggage do you think it would create if you would deny Jesus publicly three times? That's a little baggage. And yet look what Peter says. Look what Peter, the guy with that kind of baggage, he says, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. Give how much? All, give all your baggage, right? Give all your baggage, all your worries, all your cares to God, for this is the truth. He cares about you. And look what happened to Peter. He let go of his baggage, and he became an incredible leader in the church. He became so influential and powerful in the Holy Spirit and in the gospel that, that the book of Acts tells us that people would bring their sick out and lay them along the roadside so that if Peter would walk down the road, if his shadow would fall upon the sick person, that sick person would be healed. Is that moving from your baggage to a new future that God has for you? You see, Peter understood the incredible invitation of being able to just lose your bags, to let go of your baggage. He is one of those witnesses. He's an invitation to us to just do what the saints do, what the saints have always done, to just lose that baggage, let go of it. Therefore, since we have surrounded by such a huge witness of faith, right, of a life of faith, all the saints, what's the invitation? Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. We can lose our bags. So we understand we've got baggage, and we put a name, a tag. We name that baggage. We start applying the truth 
into that baggage, move from our feelings to what we know, and then ultimately we can go ahead and lose the bags. We can let Jesus take over the bags. Now here's the hardest part. The hardest part is if you're going to let Jesus take over the bags, you also need to be able to release the one who has offended you and take captive Christ. You need to release the one who has offended you and take captive Christ. See, one of the things about our baggage is our baggage is often associated with a person, right? It's it's often associated with, with a person, something that somebody did, something that somebody said, something that we experienced with somebody else, right? There's always often a person that becomes associated with our baggage, And so if we're really going to lose the bag, if we're really going to really let go of the bag and let Jesus have the bag, we also have to step into forgiving the offender. We have to step into letting go of not just the bag, but forgiving the offender and instead holding Christ even more captive in our lives. Uh, There's a story, they, they say it's true, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's a story of the, 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 uh, the guy that was, you know, what is it? The, now it's Facebook, right? The buy-sell-trade thing. You guys do the buy-sell-trade thing, right? Uh, anyway, it was on the buy-sell-trade thing that a lady uh, had a uh, 1970 uh, Corvette Stingray, uh, neat car. Yeah, 1970 Corvette Stingray, for sale, 50 bucks. You can imagine it was quite a stir, Right, and uh, one guy, you know, responded immediately as soon as he saw that, and you know, is this real? She's like, "Yep, absolutely." He said, "I'm, I'm on my way. I'll be right over." And he went over, and sure enough, the car was there. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful, leather. I mean, it was just absolutely fantastic. And and so he said, "Really, you'll you'll take fifty dollars for this car?" She's like, "Yep, fifty bucks." He's like, "Well, in that case, I'll pay cash." And he gave her a fifty dollar bill. And she pulled out the title, and she's starting to, you know, she's signing the title over. And, and so, you know, the guy's like, you know, I, I don't want to pry or anything, but this is really, this is really, really unusual. Why in the world would you sell such a valuable, incredible car for 50 bucks? And she's like, well, you know, my husband uh, recently left me for a younger woman, and they're traipsing all over the Bahamas, and... Uh, he told me I could have the house, I could have everything, uh, but he wanted his car, so he told me to sell it and send him the money. <laughs> you, you get the point, right? You just got to sell it off, get rid of it, let go of it, right? Just let go. You, you, you can't truly let go and give Jesus the bags. You can't, you can't really let go and let him carry all the bags if you don't follow through and what he says to do. And what does he say to do? Make allowances for each other's faults and do what? Forgive who? Anyone. Anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. If we're going to really let go of our baggage, we're also going to let go of the offender. And how do we do that? Well, we let go of the offender because we draw even closer to Christ, right? We, we make this trade-off. We let go of the, the anger and the bitterness and all the feelings around the offender, and instead, we just draw closer 
to Christ. We make Christ even closer and more a part of our life. And as we draw closer to Christ, the further away we'll get from that anger and bitterness we have towards the offender. I mean, he can go so far. Jesus can go so far as to say, look, love your enemies and do good for them. You see, if you do this, if you let go of that baggage to Jesus and then you let go of that offender and instead you draw closer to Christ, you're going to even grow to a place where you start praying for those who have offended you. You may even look for the opportunity to talk to them about Jesus. You see, when you let go of the baggage, you let go of the offender and you draw Christ even closer. So the statement is, you listen, God, I believe I'm a new person in Jesus, but who is it I need to forgive? Who is it I need to let go of the anger, the bitterness that's around this baggage as I let go of the bags? Bottom line for us is if we're going to deal with the baggage and we're going to really let go of the baggage, it means we're going to believe God more, we're going to praise God more, and we're going to worship God more, right? Second Corinthians, Paul says, look, this means that anyone, everybody in the room included, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun, and all this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. See, we can just believe God more that in Christ we are a new person. When we come to the table today and we receive Jesus, we take Jesus more into our life, that we walk away forgiven and new, and we can leave the baggage behind, and we can forgive the offender because we just take Jesus more. And that means we'll praise God more and we'll worship God more, right? You want to deal with your baggage? Praise God more and worship God more. The psalmist says, you have allowed me to suffer much hardship, God, right? But you will, you will restore me to life again. You'll lift me up from the depths of the earth. You'll restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again. Then what is he going to do? Then I'm going to praise you with music on the harp because you are faithful to your promises, oh my God. You see, the invitation is to know God more, love God more, praise God more, worship God more. And as we do that, we get to let go of our baggage. We can name it, we can declare the truth over it, and we can ultimately lose it. And even the offender, because we just love God more, praise God more, and worship God more. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today, and uh, we, we do want to love you more. We praise you for your goodness, for what you've done for each of us in Jesus. And we're in worship here, uh, just reveling in that truth. So, Lord, today as we're together, uh, help us with our baggage. Help us to go ahead and step into it, to deal with it, name it, apply your truth to it. Help us to uh, be able to let go of not only the baggage, but the person who's offended us. And instead, just love you more, praise you more, worship you more. So as we begin this journey uh, this week and in the coming weeks, we pray that you would use this time uh, to make us truly new people, free of our baggage. We humbly ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.